eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Tuesday, April 12th. A uh, big day today, Mark, because today we're going to get another reading on inflation, a consumer price index report, and it's going to stink. We are going to probably see another new high. It'll probably be, I don't know, eight, maybe a little bit more. Maybe it'll be 8.2% year over year. And uh, it's going to make everyone insane. And it's just going to tell you what you know, which is everything costs more. That's that's kind of where we are right now, partially because of the pandemic and supply chain, partially because the surging demand, partially because all the money that two administrations pushed out to help us during the pandemic used to actually chase too few goods and services. All of these things together really do spell, I think, a higher inflation rate than many people expected and also that it's going to last longer. Uh, the Federal Reserve officials are out there saying, don't worry, we're going to take care of it. Well, I sure do hope so. Mark, do you have confidence in the the Federal Reserve? Uh, maybe I'm being naive, but I actually kind of do. Yeah. You believe it. You believe it. Last week, a lot of Fed officials were yammering and saying like, uh, we are going to get busy. Uh, meanwhile, Meanwhile, um, as you start contending with higher prices and you are thinking about your own portfolio, your own financial life, questions may arise. And the good news for you is we may be able to help you out. The way that we can help you is if you go to our website, jillonmoney.com, and you click the contact us button, you say, here's my question. Here's what's on my mind. And if you are willing to come on the air with us, we can talk it through with you. Otherwise, I'll, I'll certainly read the email on the air. Uh, we do that from time to time, and it's a good way to kind of clean out our inbox. But we love having you join us. And today, we are joined by listener Renee, who's on the line from Virginia. Hello, Renee. What can we do for you? Hi, Jill. Hi, Mark. Well, I'm in a bit of a crossroads right now. Uh, my question is, can I, should I retire at the end of next fiscal year um, or mm. end of next year, actually, after 39 
um, years in the government. Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're going to retire at 39 and not 40? That just, no, no, just no, doesn't no, sit no. well with me. It would be 40, right? No, I, I'll have 39 years in and I'll be 56 and a half next year. No, but I'm saying you just don't want to wait till like the 40th year because that would be so great. Yeah, with my sick leave, it'll end up being 40 years, but I've actually worked a little over 39 at that point. Okay, all right. Leave, I, I, yeah. I like the symmetry of 40. Okay, so you said you're 56, is that right? I'm 55 now, and uh-huh. when I'm eligible to retire in December of next year, I'll be 56 and a half. What do you do? I, um, I'm in contracting for That's cool. um, the government, so I'll uh-huh. have a pension. Ooh, so, what's the pension amount? Well, at 56 and a half, when I'm eligible, it'll be around 67, 68,000. Holy smokes, that's a big number. Can you live on that? Well, they also give me a supplement of 25000 until I'm 62 because they're bridging the gap between 56 and a half and 62. And then at 62, they expect you to take your Social Security. Which you may or may so, not do, but okay. Well, right. The problem is if my house isn't paid off, the fifty or the 68000 may not be enough. All right. How much money is in the 401k right now? Um, well, it's been going up and down, as you know, but about a million dollars. Uh-huh. A million dollars. That's okay. great. Tell me about the house. How much is the house worth about? The house is worth about two sixty to two eighty. Okay. I owe about $158,000. What's the interest rate on the loan? The interest rate is 2.75. One of the kickers, um, Jill, right now, with inflation being what it is, but you just spoke to, if I retire when I'm eligible... They give me that supplement that I was talking about, but they don't give me a COLA on my pension. I don't get a COLA until I'm 62. Oh. If I wait till I'm 62 to retire, so five and a half additional years beyond when I'm eligible, my pension would jump up to about $93,000. With a COLA. Yeah. Well, yeah, if if I get all the, you know, like expected COLAs and stuff. Yeah. and a half years, it would it would through my calculation, I would end up with ninety three thousand hmm. instead of sixty seven thousand, which that's a big Sound, number. I just would like to say one thing: ninety three is better than sixty seven. Do you despise what you do? I don't despise what I'm I'm doing. I just when I wake up in the morning sometimes and I let my little puppy out, my little dog out, mm-hmm. and I feel the fresh air and smell the morning. It's like mm-hmm. oh, only I could go for a nice little walk. Can't you do well, a little I mean, work from home or not? Well, I start working at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, I could change my time, but it's like I want the flexibility to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I don't have mm-hmm. the luxury of that. And so that's just after 40 years, I'm like, geez, when when is it enough money? Okay. Could I afford to do the retirement when I'm eligible? Mm-hmm. Let's I just talk money? this through a little bit more. Okay, let's keep going here. Okay. Besides the million bucks in the retirement account, do you have non-retirement assets? I really don't. I only have um, 65000 in cash. All right, good. Um, but that's good to have that in cash. If you're retired at 56 and a half, what happens with health care? Um, my health care continues to the day I die for the government. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, it's not free, but it's it's not a lot of money. How much do you really think, including the mortgage, how much do you need in terms of income? What I mean, what do you spend? Let's do it that way. How much do you really spend every month? Um, well, I really spend about probably, I mean, I bring home about $6,200 $6, a, a month 
but that's so five grand a I month. Out, I max out my uh, TSP, so I put every okay. possible penny in there that I can, mm-hmm. uh, and I still save a lot of money even after I bring home the six thousand a month. So, so five grand a month is probably what you're spending, right? If that, but less than that, it's because I I save about twenty five hundred dollars on top of that, so probably mm-hmm. four thousand. Four thousand a month. I mean. I know. Where is the twenty five hundred? Is that going into your sixty five thousand grand in cash? It is. It's going into there. I try to put it in there every month. About twenty five hundred dollars. So I mean, you know, my mortgage is only twelve hundred dollars. And when is the mortgage um, paid up? I think twenty forty four. I was paying more on it, but I stopped that after listening to you. But I mean, I could theoretically, I could have it paid off when I retired at fifty six and a half because I'm saving enough to try to do that. But at the same time, sometimes I think I might want to buy a different house and then I might have a bigger mortgage and that would make me have to keep working. Right. What? You don't like your house? I mean, it's a townhouse and Mm -hmm. it's nice, but I'm starting to have grandchildren and I think I want something bigger to have space for them. But that's a want, not a need. Okay. So you have some kids, they're grown? I have one child and I have my first grandson who's nine Mm. months old. And do they live nearby? Well, they just moved here um, within the last couple of weeks from Arizona. They lived there for eight years, and now they're living with me temporarily. Oh, my so God. They buy a house in this crazy market. They're trying to buy a house here now. So, Oh, so maybe you can buy something together. Well, I know my daughter would love that. <laughs> oh, really? You wouldn't? That's so funny. It's usually the other way around. The door to be like, I don't think so. But she's like, yeah, built-in babysitter. I know. She would love that. She would love that. But I feel like they're only, you know, they're 30 years old. I feel like they need to live a little life before mama lives with them. And are you um, are you partnered or single or dating or anything like that? What's what's your situation? I am 100% single right now. I've been married. Not with that pension. Not for long. Not for long. We're going to get you married off right away. We're going to well, get you. I want to get married because I want to keep my money, my money. You betcha. So what do you think about this, Renee? You're, you're young. You're healthy. All right. I think you can do this if you want to. Mark, do you agree with that? Because I think that she actually has enough money to be able to bridge her. I have an idea about what I want. I mean, I, what I want you to do, but I, I don't think this is an unreasonable game plan. I, I just think that it gets easier with every year that you're working, every additional year. So Mark, do you think she can do it or not? Uh, yeah, especially if she stays in her current house, she can definitely do it. Yeah. I mean, so you can do it. Now, you want more options? I'll tell you how you create more options for yourself. You essentially keep working. You could do it year by year, you know, we can, but every year it will get better. Um, You do want to build up the cash account in that non-qualified cash account from 65. You want to, you want to keep boosting that because if you are going to retire somewhat early, we do want you to have some money that's already been taxed, that's available to you. Renee, are you, are you doing the catch up to your TSP as well? Yes. Yes. Joe, would you stop doing that and maybe put that portion in cash? Yeah, I was thinking about that. So instead of, so Renee, right now you're putting in 20,000. So for this year, everyone, you can put $20,500 into retirement accounts. And then if you're over the age of 50, you can put an additional $6,500. So that means that Renee is putting away $27,000 a year. And what Mark is suggesting is that maybe because we are contemplating an early retirement or maybe even a different house, right, that you would 
Instead, you would max to 20500 and then the extra money, the catch-up contribution, stop doing it. We'd want you to build up your non-retirement assets to build your liquidity to give you some options, to give you some choices. I mean, clearly, the very best thing you could do would be to work until you're 62 years old, financially. But that doesn't mean anything. If you really are like, hey, I'm young, I'm healthy, life is good, I want to enjoy it, then maybe you can do this. Working full-time for 40 years and going to, like from 40 years, going great guns, waking up at six o'clock in the morning and starting, and downshifting to zero is a lot. Are you sure that you can do that? Like just philosophically, do you think you can really do this or do you think you'd want to do something part-time? I feel like I could do it. And then if I wanted to do something, I would. But I mean, really, I mean, I'm a bit lazy. So I like the idea of not doing much and having options of doing whatever I want for once, you know? Yeah. I I just feel like in listening to you, Jill, I've heard you say when people want to retire early, you're like, you're too young. You need to keep working. And I mean, if I could make 20 to 25,000 more a year for working five and a half more years, it's like, am I dumb not to do that? I don't want to say dumb. I mean, I just said, I lay it out to you as this. Financially, you're better off. You have more options, but it requires you to work. And it means that when you're waking up at six o'clock with a puppy and you take your beautiful walk, you have to get back in, you know, sit behind a desk and do your work. I can't judge for you how bad that is. You know, for me, like this morning, I woke up And I had to bang out like an hour and a half of work from 5.30 to 7 o'clock. And then I had to take the dogs out and I did my thing. And so now I'm sitting down, I'm doing my show. You know, would it be nice for me to be like, nah, you know what I'd like to do? I would have liked to have been out with the dogs an extra half an hour, not rush back, not have Mark yell at me for being late or say we're going to miss the call or whatever. Like to not have that stress would be nice. However... I also know myself and it's not that I'm lazy. I'm also sort of lazy in that like, I don't love working all the time, but I like options and I like flexibility. So I want you to really be clear that if you do this in a year and a half, obviously we'll know more in the next year and a half, but like, you know, it does, it does lock you into a different lifestyle, one that you've never lived through and one that will not create as many options for you. And and that's okay. That's fine. Like that's not a choice that, I mean, first of all, I'm such a, uh, I'm such a math head that to me, the five years to get all that extra money would be like impossible for me to pass up. What about you, Mark? Would you be able, like, let's do it with Mark this way. Mark, let's say you were at CBS still. You had to walk into that building every day with all those nutbags. You'd have to grind out five and a half more years to get a much better pension benefit. Would you be able to do it? Or I could retire now and be okay. Uh, that's a very, that's a very, very easy decision. I would retire. For me, that decision is all about the environment. If it was a place that I actually enjoyed going into and I didn't mind it and I was happy, then I would stay. But knowing the environment, I would retire. There it is for you, Renee. It is, this is about your feelings around this and Um, And how much you really, really want to be able to have control over and options um, in the future. So tell me, what are you thinking as we talk about this? What's your, what are you, what are you nudging towards? Well, I feel good that you think that I can do it with what I have. 
And so I, I guess maybe I'll wait and see. I guess I have options, like you said. And even, it's just what 62, the multiplier is, is 1.1 instead of 1%. So that's why you get so much more. Yeah. But one, one other question. So if I decide to retire at 56 mm-hmm. and a half mm-hmm. and I don't pay off my house, Yes. Between 62 and 67, when I wait to maybe take Social Security then. And so, but if I have to tap into the million, is that so bad? No. Why why, why would it be bad? That's also another reason to start building up your cash. Yeah. I mean, I want the cash to be built up to help you through early retirement. But from 62 to 67, I mean, you should absolutely feel entitled to take your 401k money. There's no doubt that that's like, yeah, of course. What's your social security benefit at 67? 39,000. I mean, so you'd have 67 from the pension or 68 from the pension and 39,000 from social security. You'll be in great shape. But for those five years, sure, you you could take money out of the retirement account. You could live on that. Not a problem. You're going to be fine. You're really going to be fine. I don't want to frame it as, would I be stupid? You tell me, how much do you not like working? How much, how cute is that puppy? How much do you want to spend time with this grandkid while the kid's young? And, you know, all of those things. Uh, Do you have your estate documents done? I knew you were going to ask me that. Well, they're done. They're just not notarized. Oh, come on. That's easy. Go into wherever you bank. Just get that done. I need to do that. And I will. I will. Very good. All right. Listen, I think you're in great shape. Keep us posted. I'm interested to know. So in a year and a half, we're going to hear from you, right? Yes. All right. You're not at a crossroads. You just have different options. You know what Yogi Berra said? When you come to the fork in the road, take it. All right. That's enough for me and my little, that's like a little, you know, old fart humor for you, gang. If you are at a crossroads and if you're at the fork and you just don't want to take it, give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button and we will get you on the air with us and we'll talk through whatever is going on in your life. You can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. We also have another show. It's called Eye on Money. If you wouldn't mind, could you leave a rating and a review? It does help us out. We really do appreciate that. Okie dokie. Well, as always, try to lift someone up today. It will make that person feel better. It will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.